Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 151 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can be helpful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to talk about something that I have talked a bit about before, but we're really going to dig deep today uh, and really dive into one of the best ways that you can go about building long-term wealth, and that is the Roth IRA. And I know I've talked a little bit about tax advantage accounts before and a little bit about their characteristics, but today is all about the Roth IRA, why it's important and why it gets so much coverage. Why do so many people talk about the Roth IRA? Why is it important and how can you benefit from its use? All of that and more in today's episode. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you build a financial plan that is specific to you and your family's needs, I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. Now, look, very often on this show, I talk about investing and I talk about things that you could or should be doing in order to build long-term wealth uh, and things that you know you can use, accounts you can use, different types of securities you can use, things like that uh, in order to grow your money over the long-term. Well, today is specific about one of the types of accounts, and that is the Roth IRA. And the Roth IRA really gets uh, all of its clout. It gets all of uh, its coverage because it takes away one of the biggest drains on the money that we accumulate over time, and that is taxes, right? Roth IRA, all you can think about is tax-free, right? That's all you should think about when you think Roth IRA. You should think tax-free. And the reason that you should think tax-free is because the Roth IRA in its nature is an individual retirement account. That's what IRA stands for, right? Uh, some people may argue individual retirement arrangement, right? That's an, an IRS definition, but many will say an individual retirement account. And what it does, it provides tax-free growth of your money and tax-free withdrawals of your money. And that is extremely useful given the fact that with most ways that you will invest, there are tax implications. If you just invest your money in a brokerage account, right? This is the, the simplest way in order to invest, right? But uh, what are the consequences? What are the consequences of the growth within a brokerage account? Well, you put your money in, right? There's no you know, tax implication there. Obviously, you've already paid taxes on whatever income you have and you put money into a brokerage account and your money grows, well, as your money grows, any realized gains, right? So uh, that means any time that there's any selling done in the account and there has been a capital gain that was realized. So let's say you, uh, just for simplicity, let's say you bought a stock within a brokerage account at 100 and then you sold it at 120. Well, you made a $20 gain. Well, you have to pay taxes on that gain. You have to pay taxes on that $20. And if it's been more than a year since you bought it, by the time you sold it, uh, you will pay the capital gains tax rate, which is less than your ordinary income tax rate. 
but if it is within a year, if it is a short-term gain, they call it, you will pay your individual tax rate. You will pay your ordinary income tax rate on that particular gain. Now, then as you go about holding you know, whatever you hold within that account, right? You buy more stocks, you buy a mutual fund, whatever it may be, uh, you get paid dividends, right? There are tax implications uh, to any type of gain you make, any type of dividend that uh, you have to pay taxes on, any type of gain that you make. Now, on the flip side, any losses uh, can be deducted from your taxes if realized as well. But that's not what we're talking about today. I just wanted you to know about the simplest way that you could invest, right? The, the simple no limits way that you could invest because there are no limits to a brokerage account. But the Roth IRA differs. And the way that the Roth IRA differs is because, again, in the same way as a brokerage account, the Roth IRA, you put money in that has already been taxed, right? You've already been taxed on whatever money you put into the Roth IRA. You put the money in. As the money grows, let's say again, you buy that same stock at 100 and you sell it at 120, uh, you have a $20 gain there, but that gain is not taxable. There are no taxes on any type of growth that is realized within the account. There's no taxes on dividends. There's no taxes on anything. And when you go to take your money out later on, there are no taxes, okay? So all the taxes that were paid once you made the money in income before you made the contribution, that's the only taxes you're gonna pay if you put the money within a Roth IRA. And that is why Roth IRAs are so attractive because you can literally build a nest egg full of no taxes. You can build a nest egg to the point where you have all of this money built up and you will never have to pay taxes on that money. And that is a, a very good site uh, to many people who you know, are afraid of the tax implications of building wealth or afraid of you know, being bumped into new tax brackets or having to deal with different implications of uh, having more money in retirement. But the Roth IRA takes all that away, takes all that worry away because you will never pay taxes on that money again. So let's just start here. Let's just start with five basic characteristics of the Roth IRA, some of which I've talked about in this uh, you know, basic synopsis I just gave about uh, the tax-free growth and the tax-free withdrawals. Uh, but we'll cover these five quick characteristics. So uh, the first one, right, we, we talked a little bit about, you pay taxes on the money you put in the, the account, but you cannot deduct the contributions on your taxes, right? Any money that you put in, you cannot deduct from your taxes. Now, why is that an important thing? Well, because the traditional IRA, uh, which came before the Roth IRA, the traditional IRA, uh, you could deduct, and you still can if you have a traditional IRA, any contributions you make are tax deductible, right? Those, uh, that money will be treated as pre-tax money, uh, whereas the money put into a Roth IRA is treated after tax, right? The taxes have already been paid and then it is tax-free once it is in the Roth IRA, uh, whereas again, the traditional IRA, you get the tax deduction on the front end uh, and you pay taxes on the withdrawals later on and it grows tax deferred, right? You defer the taxes to the end when you make the withdrawals. Then the second characteristic of the Roth IRA, in 2020 and 2021, uh, you can contribute up to 6,000 uh, in a Roth IRA if you are younger than the age of 50. But if you are 50 or older, you can contribute $7,000 into an IRA. And if you're married, right, you and your spouse can each have a Roth IRA and uh, each contribute whatever the max is based on your individual age uh, for that year. And the reason I said 2020 and 2021 is because let's say you didn't open a Roth IRA last year, 
right? But let's say you're at the point this year, you have a lot of money laying around that you want to invest for your future. You want to invest for retirement later on. Uh, you can put that money in a Roth IRA and you can put it in a Roth IRA and treat it as last year's contribution until you do your taxes for this year. Okay, so until you do your taxes, until April 15th of this year, right, you can, and they may have extended the, the tax date, so don't hold me to that. I know they extended it last year. Uh, but until the tax date, you can make contributions to an IRA for the year before. So you can still make 2020 Roth IRA contributions. So you could, you know, hypothetically put 6000 for last year if you are, you know, under the age of 50, and then another 6000 for this year. So you've got uh, a lot of room to run. Uh, when it comes to this year's contribution, if you haven't started a Roth IRA before. Now, the third characteristic of the Roth IRA, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA if your modified adjusted gross income, the MAGI that you see uh, when you're going to file your taxes, was more than 139000 in 2020 for single filers or 206000 in 2024 married filing jointly. In 2021, the MAGI limit is 140 for single filers and 208 for married filing jointly. So there are these limitations on uh, your income in order to contribute to a Roth IRA, but most people uh, fall at or below those income limits, which is you know extremely helpful. A lot of people can take advantage of this tax advantage account, this tax-free growth, these tax-free withdrawals of the Roth IRA. And even if you make more money then these modified adjusted gross income numbers, uh, you could still backdoor your way into a Roth IRA. This is what's called the backdoor Roth strategy. And basically the whole idea of the backdoor Roth is you make a contribution to a traditional IRA, right? Because traditional IRAs do not have uh, income limits. Yes, they have income limits on the deductions, but we're not talking about uh, traditional IRAs right now. We're talking about Roth but you can make a contribution to a traditional IRA and then you can backdoor, you can convert that traditional contribution into your Roth IRA, meaning you pay taxes on it and you move it from a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. Now, I would definitely suggest getting with a CPA before you ever do this because there are uh, some rules surrounding it. And especially if you do it more than once or you do it on uh, you know, different lots of money, I would uh, you know, look for the advice of a good CPA in order to make sure that this is done correctly. But even if you make more uh, than those modified adjusted gross income numbers, you can still put money into a Roth IRA. You just have to make sure that you do it within the bounds of what the IRS allows you to do. And the backdoor Roth strategy is 100% legal, is 100% allowed, but it is uh, just a, a bit of a loophole that is just left open by the IRS uh, that many, many people take advantage of and you know, normal people like you and me take advantage of every day, 100% legal, 100% uh, able to do that. But again, just make sure that you get the advice of a good CPA before uh, trying to do that on your own. That may be something that you need a little bit of guidance, a little bit of help on before working through it. Now, the fourth characteristic of the Roth IRA is people at least 59 and a half years old and who hold their accounts for at least five years can take distributions, including earnings without paying federal taxes. Okay. So what does that mean? That means once you hit 59 and a half, right? If you've had your account for at least five years, then you can take out not just the money that you've put in, but the money that you've made. You can take out any of the money within that account and everything is tax-free, no problem. And so uh, that is the fourth characteristic. Then the fifth 
you do not have to take any money out of the Roth IRA if you don't want to. There are no required minimum distributions RMDs, right? RMDs are specific to traditional IRAs. Traditional IRAs have these things called required minimum distributions. Used to happen at age 70 and a half. Now uh, they begin at age 72. And these required minimum distributions are basically the federal government requiring you to pay taxes on your money. The thing about the Roth IRA is you've already paid taxes on that money. So they don't care when you take the money out. They don't care if you ever take the money out because you have already paid taxes on that money. Uh, whereas the traditional IRA, you have yet to pay your income tax on that money uh, because you get the tax deduction on the front end. And then they want their money at some point before you are to pass away. So they require these minimum distributions that you are to make that typically uh, begin a little over 3% uh, of the accounts value over the course of the year. And so, uh, but again, these are not for Roth IRAs, only for traditional IRAs, which is a distinct advantage of the Roth as well. Now the Roth IRA, uh, the only eligibility requirements that you have to have uh, are that you are under the income limit. So that is for a direct contribution. We talked a little bit about the backdoor Roth option, right? Uh, so you could do the backdoor Roth no matter uh, your adjusted gross income, but uh, you know, if you are under that income limit, you can make the direct contribution into the Roth IRA. And then if you have earned income, right, all that the IRS requires is that you have earned income and the max you can contribute to a Roth in a year is the income from your work or $6,000 or, you know, $7,000 if you're 50 or above. And this is just saying, hey, whatever money you make, right? You can contribute it to a Roth IRA, right? If you're just a stay at home parent and let's say you do a little side hustle work and make, you know, $4,000 over the course of the year, you could put every bit of that $4,000 into your uh, IRA, into your Roth IRA. Uh, and that is perfectly legal. That is perfectly fine to do, but uh, you cannot put more than the contribution limits that we talked about a little while ago. Now, Roth IRAs, uh, they do have what is called phase out limits for income, right? We were talking about those uh, direct contributions that you can make to the Roth IRA. Uh, they have these phase out limits to where your contribution is reduced. The amount of contribution you can make is reduced, but it's not completely stuck on zero. So what do I mean? Well, for 2021, if you make between $125,000 and $140,000 as a single individual, your contribution maximum is reduced. So I said earlier, right, that uh, the contribution limit for income for 2021 is $140,000 for a single filer. Well, it is, but for $125,000 to $140,000 of single filer income, it is less than the $6,000 maximum. And then for a married filing jointly couple, uh, it is between 198,000 and 208,000 that the contribution is reduced. And then for 2020, uh, if we wanna take a look at that, it is 124,000 to 139,000 for uh, the single filer, and then 196 to 206 for uh, the married filing jointly couple. So all this means is that if you fall within that range, yes, you can still make contributions, but you cannot make the maximum contribution. Uh, you need to talk to a CPA, you need to talk to your brokerage firm and see what the maximum you can contribute is given uh, a certain amount of income. And so that's something you do wanna keep in mind uh, as you move into this place of making Roth IRA contributions, especially if you're pushing up against those ceilings of income limits for contributions uh, when you're making your Roth IRA contributions every year.
So let's talk a little bit about the withdrawal and distribution rules of the Roth IRAs. So here's basically how they work. You can withdraw your original contributions whenever you want. Okay. You can take out the contributions that you've made to your Roth IRA anytime you want. Again, this is not a reason uh, to do so because we do want that money compounding for you, uh, but you can do that whenever you want without owing any penalties, taxes, uh, or anything, no matter how long your account has been open. That's because the money you put in is already taxed, right? It's already money that has been taxed, and so who cares if you take those contributions out? When you withdraw money from a Roth IRA, the IRS always assume your original contributions come out first. Uh, so they do this idea of FIFO, right? First in, first out, right? The first contributions you made are the first contributions that are taken out of your account. And then qualified withdrawals of investment earnings in the account come out tax-free. However, in certain circumstances, the IRS may want a piece of those returns uh, in the form of taxes and possibly a penalty if you withdraw early or otherwise don't meet the rules for a qualified withdrawal. So uh, if you haven't had the Roth IRA for at least five years and you're not 59 and a half, uh, then you are likely going to be subject to some taxes and penalties on the earnings that you take out of your Roth IRA at some point. And so you need to make sure that you uh, do meet those qualifications and then people at least 59 and a half years old and who hold their accounts for at least five years can take distributions including earnings and there will be no federal income tax uh, as i spoke about earlier so those are the basic guidelines of withdrawals and distributions. so let's just go through real quick and let's talk about uh, advantages versus disadvantages of uh, the Roth IRA. Obviously, the advantage list goes down way further uh, than the disadvantage list. So let's just go through it. Uh, first off, potential tax savings, right? Uh, over time, your tax rate, especially if you're a young individual, Roth IRAs are best for the young individual because uh, over time, it is likely that your tax rate increases. If your income increases over time, your you know job placement gets better over time, uh, then you will be in a better position with more taxable income over time. Uh, and so you can decrease uh, your taxes if you are to uh, invest within a Roth IRA. So potential tax savings in that place and having uh, the tax-free growth and the tax-free withdrawals later. Because that's what you have to think about. Even if you have a lower income tax rate later, meaning you paid higher taxes on the front end, uh, the amount within it grew tax-free. You didn't have to pay any taxes on the growth. And then hypothetically, you could take the whole thing out on the back end and pay zero taxes. And I think that is really um, you know, a beneficial thing, a beneficial idea of the Roth IRA. And then uh, withdrawals are very easy. Again, uh, you can withdraw your contributions at any time uh, without penalties or taxes. And then the earnings uh, may be subject to taxes or penalties depending on uh, when you take them out. And if you have a Roth IRA, you can double dip. And what I mean by double dipping is you can contribute to a Roth IRA and a 401k, right? That's the thing. The Roth 401k or just 401ks in general have higher contribution limits than IRAs. Now, I'm not focusing on 401ks within this episode, uh, but the 401k has a higher contribution limit and Roth 401ks have no income limits, meaning if you're surpassing the income limits of the Roth IRA and you still want to put money into Roth accounts, if you have the ability to invest in a Roth 401k via your employer, uh, then that may be a place that you can do so as well. But uh, if you have access to both, you can put money in both up to each of their contribution limits if you can. Uh, also, Roth IRAs have flexible timing, meaning you can choose when and how much you contribute to the Roth IRA. You don't have to you know, put money in systematically as you do with 
a 401k, but putting money in systematically is a smart thing to do. And then there's extra time to contribute. Again, you have until the tax deadline of the next year uh, to make contributions for the current year. So if I want to make contributions for 2021, I have until tax day in 2022 in order to make this year's contributions. And then tax-free distributions, obviously, that's one of the biggest things going on here. Tax-free distributions are huge, along with tax-free growth. Just absolutely can't beat it. Then there's no age limit to op open it. You can be any age you want to, as long as you have earned income and as long as you don't go over uh, the income limits. And we talked about the backdoor Roth strategy way around that. Uh, you can still open a Roth IRA. And then no required minimum distributions. You don't have to take money out in any certain amount at any given time. Now, what are the downsides of the Roth? The downsides are, are pretty minimal, but here's just a few. You can't take a loan from the IRA in the way you can many 401ks. Uh, that said, you can always take out your contributions anytime. Now, we don't want to be taking loans from 401ks anyway. And again, we don't want to be taking our contributions out of the Roth IRA. We want to leave them in and allow them to compound over time. So that's not really a big downside. And then the other downside is early withdrawals. So any withdrawals made before age 59 and a half, right? They put that in place because they're saying, hey, we're giving you all these tax-free benefits, these tax-free uh, withdrawals along with the tax-free growth. And we're giving you that, but we're going to take something from you. We're going to take your ability uh, to have at full access to that money tax-free until age 59 and a half. So early withdrawals of your investment earnings come with a 10% penalty unless you meet one of the handful of uh, exceptions and there are exceptions if you need to get your money uh, and so I would check some of those out as well now the cool thing about Roth IRAs is within them you can invest in whatever you want you want really right whatever uh, you know stocks bonds ETFs mutual funds whatever uh, you are allowed by your broker and there are other physical assets that can actually be held within IRAs as well but don't really jump into that uh, you know my thoughts on on some of these things, but you know holding mutual funds, holding diversified portfolios within uh, your Roth IRA over the long term should do you uh, pretty well as far as the growth that you should require on uh, the contributions that you make. And so you can open one very easily, right? You can go to one of the online brokers. You can go to uh, you know Vanguard, Fidelity, Charles Schwab. Uh, any number of uh, investment brokerage houses and open one really easy within uh, you know a matter of minutes online and then begin making contributions. Put your you know bank account information in and, and make contributions and invest those contributions in uh, whatever you choose to invest them in. But just remember that what we are trying to do here is we are trying to build up tax-free assets for the future. And the really cool thing uh, about the Roth IRA is if we get to the point where you know we're older, we're about to pass things down to our children, right? Maybe we pass away. When you pass those things down to your children, you pass a Roth IRA down to your children. Well, guess what? They don't pay taxes on that money either. So the money remains tax-free through the generations, right? So that's another distinct advantage of the Roth IRA that if you put money in there, not only do you not have to pay taxes on it, your heirs don't have to pay taxes on that money either, which is absolutely huge, especially as the amount of money grows and the ability for that money to make big differences in the lives of others grows. And now obviously since Roth IRAs have the tax-free growth and uh, the tax-free uh, withdrawals at the end, uh, you should be willing to put some of your more aggressive assets within a Roth IRA in most cases because uh, if the account grows in value, right, and it grows very quickly, and even if the mutual fund that you have has high turnover, whatever it is, right, you're not going to be paying taxes on uh, whatever is within that Roth IRA, whatever realized gains you have within that Roth IRA. 
so that's a very beneficial thing. Whereas if you are holding those types of things, those types of investments within a brokerage account, a, a basic simple brokerage account, uh, then you would end up having to pay taxes on those gains and that could become really costly over time. But it is not as, it's not costly at all because you don't have to pay those taxes if it is within a Roth IRA. Look, I'm telling you, if you have not started uh, your saving for retirement, your investing for retirement, or you know, you're in that place where you can do so via the, the financial action plan and you just haven't done so, or you're just kind of afraid, you don't really want to, the advantages of doing so within a Roth IRA are absolutely huge. And I would say if you can find uh, a way to do so outside of any employer-sponsored retirement accounts that you have, right? If you have access to the Roth 401k, then yes, you should be taking advantage of that if you have a match, right? But uh, the Roth IRA is just so, so, so beneficial. Um, and so this is the way I would look at it as far as the pecking order of investment accounts, right? I tell you within the financial action plan, the third step, if you have a match, take it, right? If you have an employer match, take the match, invest up to the match. And that you know, is whether or not you have a Roth option within your 401k because that's free money or within your 403b or, you know, TSP, whatever it may be, right? That's free money. And so we can't get free money back. We want to take advantage of that regardless of the tax treatment. We want the free money. It's better off if we go ahead and take it. Now, when it comes to anything past the match, right? Uh, I want to look at match and then I want to look Roth, right? Because I want everything tax-free. Having tax-free assets is absolutely huge as you go down the line. And then I would look at traditional, right? Because there's still good, you know, tax advantages there because that's, you know, short-term tax advantages. I get the tax deduction this year, but I have to pay the taxes later. And then I would look at uh, brokerage type accounts that are 100% are taxable. Uh, but look for the tax benefits of uh, the Roth IRA right after you look at the match uh, that is offered by your employer. Maybe your employer doesn't offer, offer a match, then go straight for the Roth because uh, those tax advantages, the compounding of money within a tax-free account is just absolutely huge and you cannot beat it with a stick over time. And this isn't something I'm just preaching to you. I'm not just telling you you should have this type of account because I you know, believe that it's true or because I read an article or because I... No, I have a Roth IRA as well. My, my wife has a Roth IRA as well. Uh, she has access to a Roth 401k via her work as well. And so we have access to these Roth assets and are taking advantage of them and are putting money away in Roth assets. And in doing so, we are going to have tax-free money later on. Uh, and that tax-free growth is really going to allow our money to compound and compound aggressively into the future and then allow us to minimize our tax burden on the back end and can really uh, decrease uh, the taxes that we have to pay on things like uh, Social Security, if that's still around, and taxes uh, that end up showing up in the in the way of Medicare Part B costs or whatever it may be, right? Your taxable income can have uh, a lot of impacts on you later in life. Uh, and if you can decrease that taxable income down to zero based on the Roth IRA contributions that you can make and let grow over time, then that is a huge advantage. And I would absolutely be doing that uh, in order to maximize my retirement and in order to make sure uh, that we can keep our hands on all of the money that we put away for ourselves for the future. So I hope this really helped you to understand more about Roth IRAs, why they're such a big deal, and why you should be taking advantage of them if at all possible. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. 
If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then make sure to uh, subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long-form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you build a financial plan specific to you and your family's needs, I can do that. Just go to my website, www mnowithdylan.com. Click on the work with Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk more about the 401k, 403b, TSP, whatever match. I talk more about the match in tomorrow's episode. So absolutely don't miss that. And don't miss the talk about free money. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.